Once again, here I stand, Father. I must decrease as you increase. Father God, I thank you for your many blessings. And I thank you, Lord, for the things that you are allowing us to do here at House of Destiny. Father, I lift up my hands and my eyes unto you, Father God. I lift up my hands in the sanctuary to bless you, Father, that is written in the word. So, Father, I give thanks on this day as all of us, Father. I bless those that are here. I bless those that may be coming. I bless those that are not here and had a will to come, Father. I even bless those that are not here and don't have that will. Father, I just give thanks. Father, I ask for your covering, Father God. I just ask for your continuous blessings. And Father, let your grace continue to prevail in our lives. In Jesus' holy and mighty and magnificent name we pray. Amen. Amen. We're going to be talking this morning, uh, <clears throat> dealing with the mystery of the man-child. I want us to go to Matthew, the 22nd verse. I'm at the 22nd chapter, verses 29 and verses 30. Matthew, the 29th chapter, or the 22nd chapter, verses 29 and 30. Try to set the stage here. You know, part of my job is to biggest part of this job is to get us ready to leave here. And so sometimes we got to go high. And this morning we'll be going high in Revelations and we'll be going into what we call the upper room, the upper room of heaven. So, Father, I ask, Lord, that you would just help me to deliver this word the way that you would have me to do. They came to Jesus And they were asking him questions about, if a man had a wife, and he died, and the man had seven brothers, and each one died, and she was passed on to the other brother. And they came to Jesus, and they asked Jesus, which one would be her husband in heaven? And Jesus answered them and said to them, you do error, he said. You don't know the scriptures, he said, and you definitely don't know the power of God. Next verse. For in the resurrection, they neither marry nor are given in marriage, but they are as the angels of God. Take note of that. In heaven. Amen? Amen. So in the resurrection, you don't have to worry about being married to anything down here on earth. That's all passed away. Amen? Amen. All things, not some things, but all things have become new. Amen? Amen? Well, how in the world, remember when I told you about it doesn't matter where you are and what world you're in, you have to be suited for that world, right? We're in this earth, so we ain't suited in these bodies, correct? Every, when we were in the womb, we were suited for a particular body, right? To present us into this world. And God is preparing us internally, internally. There's something inside of us that is being prepared for us to live in the heavenly realm. Amen? Going somewhere, church. Let's go to Matthew, 
book of Matthew, verses 17 and verses 2. Setting the stage here. Verse 17, I'm going to read verse 1 also. And it's not up there on the board, but verse 2 should be. And after six days, six is the number of man, uh, Jesus takes Peter, which is the hearing of the word of God. He takes James, which is the will of God. And he takes John, which is the grace of God. Certain things you got to take with you when you want to go higher. His brother. And bring them up into what kind of mountain? A high mountain. That means that they went up high on this thing. See, see a lot of times we stay too low in the scripture. A lot of times we got to let God do what he does in us so that we can go higher. But I'm going to tell you something. The higher you go in God, the more hell you're going to catch. Y'all don't hear me. A lot of people want to stay a baby because the words say what much is given, much is required. And I'm going to tell you something. Between dealing with self and having to deal with the thing that God is trying to do with us, we go through hell. Do we not? At least I do. I don't know about nobody else. Because this anointing that we have, this anointing, I can only speak for myself. This anointing that I have, it, it, it costs a lot. It costs a lot. But verse 2 says, and he took him up on a high mountain. Because apart from everybody else, see, you can't take everybody with you. And was transfigured. Before them, and his face did shine as the sun, which was, he was pure love, and his raiment. That's what I want you to pay attention to. The title of this message is The Mystery of the Man-Child. His raiment was white as the light. What are you talking about here? He was in his angelic form. That word white raiment, that's what he had on. That word white raiment, and we're going to get back to that when we get back to Revelation. But that word there means it's the splendor, glorious raiment or attire that the angels wear. Amen? Remember I told you, you got to have the right suit to get in to the next world. Just like you had the right suit to get here in the earth. Amen? Amen. Now, God is breaking this thing down. That's why I didn't play this morning because I had to get this thing, trying to get it broke down where you would understand because I want you to understand. I don't want you to think that milk is meat because milk is milk. And as long as the church receives milk, it's just like a baby. You keep feeding a baby milk, he ain't going to never grow. He's going to be deformed. After a certain stage, after a certain age, you got to go higher. You got to go higher. But every time you go higher, you're on a different level with a different demon, a more powerful one. That's just the way it is. Because there's a war between it all the way up. There's a war being fought. Amen? Amen. Okay. Let's go to the book of Revelation. Let's get into the word. Revelation 12, verse 
verses 1 and verses 2. Revelation. And there appeared a great wonder in heaven. Amen. A woman here, she was clothed with the sun because she was pure in love. Now, this woman represents the church, Israel. Amen. And the church is supposed to be clothed in love, the sun. It's supposed to be standing on faith, which is the rock of faith in the word. Amen. Amen. That's the moon. Amen. That's where her feet were standing, right? Are we not to stand in faith on the rock, which is the word? Christ. Amen. Amen. Now, and upon her head, a crown of 12 stars, because the church has the divine purpose and will of God for man. Amen. That's what the church is. Y'all understanding what's being said up here through the spirit. Amen. Now, this woman, she was being with child. She cried, travailing in birth and she pained to be delivered. Mm-hmm. Well, Romans tells us that the whole creation travaileth waiting to be delivered. Let's go to Romans eight twenty two and twenty three. Just want to read that. Not gonna be long. Put that up there for me, son. Romans eight what did I say, 22 and 23? For we know that the whole creation groaneth and traileth in pain together until now, right? Remember the woman? She was travailing because she was, and she pained because she was waiting to give birth. Next verse, sir. And not only they, but ourselves also, which have the first fruits of the Spirit, even we ourselves groan within ourselves. Amen. Waiting for the adoption to be with the redemption of our body. See, we're waiting on something. Mm-hmm. We're waiting for the revelation to come forth in manifestation on who we really are. Amen? Amen. That's what salvation is all about. To bring us into who we really are. Amen? Not on who the church say you are, but who we Really are. Now Jesus showed them that white raiment, right? He was transformed. And that white raiment represented how he looked in heaven and how we're going to look. Amen? Amen. We're going to get back to that now. We're going to get back to that. So Jesus, he tells us that we have to endure this thing to the end in order to do it, to get it. Now, when we go to Revelation, back to Revelation, verses 3 through 5. Go there with me. Are we there? And there, Revelation twelve three reads, And there appeared another wonder in heaven. All this is happening in the heavenly realm, people. And behold, there was this Great red dragon, which represents Satan. We're not talking about what's happening down here. We're talking about what's happening up top. This is spiritual. He had seven heads. I'm not going to deal with the earthly countries and all of that 
that's not the significance of this message. So I'm not going to deal in that. I'm going to deal in spirit and spirit alone. And the Bible says that it had seven heads. That means that it was perfect in his ability to rule. Amen. It had ten horns, meaning that his powers were unified. Amen. And it had seven crowns upon his head because... He was in some type of kingship. Satan has his kingship in this world right now. Amen? Mm-hmm. Now, when you get saved, something takes place. We're talking about the mystery of the man child. Amen? Watch this. It says in verse 4, that And his tail drew the third part of the stars of heaven. Those are the angels that went along with Satan. And did cast them to the earth. And the dragon, look what the dragon did, Satan. He stood before the church, the woman, Israel, which was ready to be delivered. Mm-hmm, she's ready to give. And the reason that he stood before the church is because he wanted to devour her child as soon as it was born. We're going to explain. And verse 5 says, And she brought forth what we call a man-child. That word man-child means one that is born to lift up the name of Jesus in the fullest of effort. Amen? Once again, the word man-child is the one that is born to lift up the name of Jesus in its entirety. It says here that the man child who was to rule all nations with a rod of iron. And even though this demon, this devil, Satan, was standing before the church trying to eradicate this child, God caught this child up before the throne. You see it in the book. Amen. What is he talking about? When you get saved, church, every person that gets saved becomes the church. Amen. Because the church is the inner sanctuary of your soul, right? So when you get saved, there's a birthing that takes place called a man child. Amen. Y'all need to hear this real good. Give you hope. Don't matter what you're going to do down down here. You're going to go through. Ain't no way. Ain't no way around it. But we're talking about what's going to happen after we go through all this craziness. Amen. See, there's hope, ain't it? There's hope. Don't matter what you go through down here. There's hope. There's always hope. There's always hope. There's always hope. The harder it gets, the more hopeful we should become. So this man-child is born. There's something born in a person when they're saved. Amen? It's called a man-child. Doesn't stay down here, does it? Where does it go? Up top. Bible said it went up top. Amen? That's what it said. So, devil wasn't able to get to it. 
Because if it would have stayed down here, it would have been devoured. Because Satan was right there waiting on it. Huh? That's why if you read on down through that afterwards, Satan went at the church. Because he was mad because he couldn't get the man child. The man child is what you birthed. And if anything ever happens to the man child, you will forget about going to heaven. Because you birthed that. And that man child, eventually you're going to see that that man child is the suit that you're going to put on when you leave here. Amen? So, if you keep feeding that man child milk, that man child's not going to grow. Because here's what's happening. The word goes into the spirit. Amen? The spirit takes the nutriment of the, uh, of the word and it pushes it into the soul. To feed the soul. The soul pushes those nutrients up top into your man child to make it grow. Y'all don't hear me. No word. No growth. For your man child. Your man child will not fit you. Bible say he that endure to the end shall be saved. This thing has to go all the way. All the way. No matter what you're going through, no matter what you think about things, no, doesn't matter. Keep hoping. Keep hoping. Keep trusting. Keep believing. No matter what it looks like, you got to keep doing that. Because if you don't do it, then you're going to cheat your own self and myself out of the growth that we need in order for that man child to be sufficient for us to fit. Amen. Y'all follow me so far? So as we feed the man child, see it's a baby up top. It's linked to the umbilical cord, a spiritual cord known as the silver cord. It's, it's in the book. Book of Ecclesiastes. That thing that we're feeding up top It's nurtured through our soul by way of our spirit and the word that goes in us. Amen. Now, this thing as we feed it gets brighter and brighter. Do you understand me? It gets brighter and brighter. That's the growth of it. Some of that light comes back down to us. And we have what we call an aura around us. That's why you ever seen them pictures with, with auras around angels, and auras around the, 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 the fake Christ that they have out here, but they got sense enough to have that aura around it. Y'all, y'all, y'all catch my ear. Y'all catch my ear. We can't stop feeding the man child. Because if we ever do, it'll remain insufficient. Amen? Mm -hmm. So we know that the whole earth is groaning right now. And is waiting for us to be adopted. See, we've got to have a suit. We've got to have something to wear when we leave here. Amen? That's that man child. I'm almost done. 
Revelation 3, 5. Go to Revelation 3, 5. Revelation 3, 5. Are we there? In the book of Revelation 3, 5. Put it up there for me, please. Jesus said, he that does what? Another word for that is he that endure to the end. <laughs> Amen. The same shall be clothed in what? That same thing Jesus was clothed in when he was up on that mountain with them boys, right? Mm-hmm. Remember the white raiment is the splendor and glorious attire that angels wear. Amen. Remember that Jesus said in the resurrection, there won't be no marriage or given to marriage, but we will be not like the angels, but as the angels. Amen. That's the clothing they wear. But where's ours going to come from? The man child. The man child. See, that man child will eventually be turned into a white raiment. And that will be our attire. And he says, and I will not blot out his name out of the book of life. I told y'all ain't no such thing as once saved, always saved. Because in order to get in the book of life, you got to be saved. And God said that if you don't overcome, if you don't endure to the end, I don't care what you go through, you're going to have to endure it. He said, if you, I will not blot out his name out of the book of life. But I will confess his name before my father and before the angels. Amen. The white raiment. The splendor, glorious attire that the angels wear will also be what we will be wearing because we will be as the angels. See, nobody knows the process that God took to get the angels that are there now. You don't know. How many earths are out there in the universe? Jesus said, we got a flock that you, I got a flock that you don't even know nothing about. And our religious minds are so small until we can't think high enough. We think too small for God. Here we're dealing with an eternal God. There are no ends to the heavens. No ends to the solar systems, no ends to the stars, no end to nothing because he's Alpha and Omega. And if we're going to step into that Alpha and Omega, then we got to step in with the right clothing. So here we are. We know that through the word of God that the worlds with an S was framed. Not one world, but a whole lot of worlds. And God says in his word that he's going to send his angels from the far reaches of one side of heaven all the way to the other side to collect his people. See, <laughs> that's saying something right there. And then in Mark, he tells you, I'm going to send them to the earth too. He put that in there. So there's going to be a whole lot of collecting rail. It ain't just going to be here. God's bigger than earth. 
That's why I told you religion don't teach you nothing about God. All religion does is teach you the do's and the don'ts and make you sick of yourself. Grace allows you to be forgiven so that you won't feel bad about yourself. God knew our ups and downs before he even came to save us. But he said, I so love the world that I gave my only begotten son. So that whosoever believe in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. Amen? Amen. So our God, he is an awesome God. He is worthy to be praised. Praise team done a good job at that this morning. Amen. <laughs> Let's go to Revelation 17. I mean, Revelation um yeah, 7, verses 13 and verses 14. Revelation 7, verses 13 and verses 14. I'm fixing to bust up another one of those theological lies they've been telling you. Can you get rid of that in the Word? Sick of that mess. And one of the elders said, saying unto me, see, 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 all of a sudden, there were all of these people, he said, from every nation, tongue, everything. And they was all standing on this pristine sea of glass. And he said, what are these which are arrayed in what kind of robes? White raiment. That's the angelic clothing, right? Well, who are they? He said, and where did they come from? Next verse. And I said unto him, Sir, thou knowest. And he said to me, These are they which came out of what? Let's just stop right there. I say, they can't, That's us. And have washed their robes and made them what kind? white, angelic. In the blood of the Lamb, by way of the man child. Said it came out of great tribulation to be to be able to get out of something, that means you gotta be in it. Amen. So why and do they tell us lies talking about we're gonna escape the tribulation? When the Bible says in the book of Revelation, you will not escape the tribulation. In the book of Thessalonians, just Second Thessalonians, it tells us the same thing. In the book of Matthew and Mark, it tells us the same thing. Mm-hmm. They were brought out. Of great tribulation. See, because it's through tribulation that causes us to depend, depend more on God, and that causes us to hear more of God, and that causes our soul to be fed so it can feed the man child. Because your soul is what birthed it. Your soul is the mother of the man child, so you're responsible for it. Amen? So here we are, and I'm about thin. Here we are. We're standing up top in our glorious attire. 
In the moment, Corinthians said, in the twinkling of an eye, we should all be changed. Just that quick. Into a new suit of armor. Not just to sit around and stand around the throne, but there's work to be done. There's still work to be done. We don't know what process God used to bring the angels. But knowing what I know now about us becoming angels, I'm just wondering how many times have God done this throughout the universe? Makes me wonder. Because if he's making angels out of us, who did he use before? That's a valid question. <laughs> if he said in the resurrection, we're going to be as the angel. How many others have he resurrected from other places in the universe to become angels to guide over us? See, we're going to be guiding over some people. The Bible says that we're going to rule with a, a rod of iron. The nation. See, make you think, don't it? Make you come out of that old church mess. Make you kind of, I'm going to think about this. Uh-huh. But if you let that old stupid religion get in your way, it's going to block you from getting any revelations. You won't be able to understand. You'll fight against it. And you'll see it right there in the Bible. And you'll still fight against it. I remember, I'm going to use you, baby. I ain't going to hurt you. But when I met Brenda, I was teaching her a lot of things. And she fought it because she had that old religion in her. And she fought it and she fought it and she fought it. But one thing I say about that old girl, she finally saw it. And when she saw it, she ain't never looked back. The girl ain't never looked back, you know. That's what awesome, y'all, your senior pastor is an awesome woman of God. Trust me when I tell you that. She's a woman, but she's an awesome woman of God. The God in her is awesome. You know, she never gives up. She believes in what she's doing. She, she, she's taking on this disaster relief because she took on the senior pastor. And when she took it on, she took on another responsibility that comes with senior pastor. You know, that freed me up to do other stuff. I don't have to be with y'all every time. Y'all know what to do. You know what to do. Through her leadership, that's her leadership now. That's her baby now. I'm not going backwards with it. I'm going forward. And at the end of this today, I don't want y'all to leave because we got some church business to handle. So everybody just remain seated. But I want you to understand today that we got a man-child that we've birthed. And that man-child has to be fed. No matter what we're going through, we still got to have God's word in us to feed that man-child. Amen? Don't forget that we've got a little baby to take care of up top that, that needs feeding. Understand? 
Because this same baby that we birth is going to be the same thing that we're going to step into when the time comes. But it won't be a man-child anymore. It'll be a suit of white raiment, which is the splendorous, glorious attire that the angels wear. That's the Hebrew meaning of white raiment. Amen? So my point is this, church. Don't give up. No matter what it looks like. Keep pressing forward. Keep pressing forward. Keep pressing forward. Remember this. The war's already won. Christ did that. But there are going to be some battles that we take on. Some of them we're going to win. Some of them we're not. But you got to remember this. Battles are won not in miles, but in inches. Amen. And that's why God's words say be long suffering with one another. Amen. Amen. Forgive one another. It says that love covers a multitude of sin. It says that whosoever loveth one another hath fulfilled the whole law. Remember when you in doubt, love, and you'll never go wrong. Remember that. Remember that God is always with us. He said, I will never leave you, nor will I forsake you. He said, I'm with you even until the end of the world or the age, or however you want to say it. God is with us. Sometimes we don't see God, do we? We're wondering where God is. And then out of the darkness of our soul, God poetically comes on the scene. He says, I'm there all the time. I've never failed you yet, but I have to sometimes push you so that you'll understand that your growth is important to me. Your growth is important to me. No growth, no white raiment. The baby will just shrivel up. That you birthed and that I birthed. Amen? Let's give God some praise in the house.